Welcome to the Rise Podcast. I am Nuna Isi Ma. If you are new to the podcast, this is where we explore how to transform trauma into sovereign power, soulful purpose, and sacred pleasure, so that you can have the success and fulfillment in all your life circles and be the woman you are born to be. Hello guys and welcome to the Rise Summit. I'm your host Nuna Isima and today I'm delighted to have my sister, colleague, amazing woman. Her name is Abigail Mensa Bonzu and she is the founder of Moon Goddess Publishing, Moon Goddess Academy and Moon Goddess Circles. She's an elevated consciousness and feminine embodiment mentor multi-dimensional healer, number one best-selling author and host of the Sovereign Divinity podcast. She works with master souls, leaders, visionaries, way showers, light workers and powerhouse women to bridge the gap between their physical and spiritual selves so they can maximize their success, creating greater impact, more money and an aligned, resonant, magical life. She helps her client remember and embody who they really are, breaking down the mental constructs, illusions, and programmings, and removing all those masks. Freedom is the result. She does this through goddess mentorship, DNA and light activations, mindset restructuring, multidimensional healing, archetypes, star seeds, awakening, quantum manifestation, and divine remembrance. Welcome, Abigail. It is an honor to have you here with us. Oh, thank you, sister. Thank you for having me here. Oh, it's such a pleasure. I just love you. I just, from this first moment, I saw your bright, shining light. I'm like, <laughs> this is my sister. So <laughs> here we are. Uh, once again, delivering some magic. And before we start, I would like to invite you to share a little bit about your backstory and what brought you to do this phenomenal work that you're sharing in the world. Oh man, where do I begin, right? <laughs> where do I begin? I have a passion for, um, I like to see people understand that they're not stuck in this reality, in this, what we're perceiving as our life, that at any given moment, we have a choice of calling in something else, of creating something else. We're so much more than what we think we are. And so that, like, that's what I grew up with, that mindset. Nobody taught me this. That's the funny thing. This is how I came into this world. And you can imagine how um, that journey, how intense that journey was um, to come in fully awakened, fully aware, um, but then you know, you're not supported in that way. I mean, that's part of my journey, right? To understand the other side so I can be able to truly help someone in that wholeness. Because if I came in aware and my family were all awoke and aware, like how would I be able to understand what you are coming from? Because I would not understand 
that life because I would never have been able to live that life. So I'm grateful that I went through that life. I'm grateful that I went through those experiences because they all made me who I am right now. And being able to be, you know, what would am I looking for? Very passionate about empowering others in their lives as well. Yeah. Right. And any of those experiences uh, stands out that really shaped you uh, into, mm. into who you are today? Let's see. <sighs> I'm trying to find like one, <laughs> one out of the many. So um, I keep being taken to childhood and I keep seeing myself standing there. I used to do this thing, like when things got really tough, um, one thing that you have to understand that growing up, I never felt like I belonged in this world. Um, I knew that I did. I belonged up there with the divine and I yearned deeply to go back. I mean, I just, I was not part of this world. I was not accepting this world. You know, like I was like, um, is it time to come back? I'm done. Can I come back? But that was me growing up. And it was like that all the way to age 26, where I was like, well, I'm still here. <laughs> I might as well embrace this life and see what this is all about. But I see myself as that child and I'm looking up to the heavens and it was like sunset. And I could see like the clouds shaped in angels. And I felt this deep sorrow within me, this deep yearning to go back home, to be part of that unconditional love that I came from. And it was so strange because one of my uncle's friends, um, he, he, I think he was a mystic. Maybe he didn't even know because he would do that a lot. He just popped out of nowhere. And, you know, he, he just started talking to me and he was like, you know what? up there I know how you're feeling you want to go up there but it's not time yet when it's time you can go back but it's not time yet and then he walked away I'm like <laughs> you know I mean this is a person who is very um you know into church you know it's about church and going to church so when he said something like that kind of like took me aback um but this is the experience that's coming in at this time like that that whole process, like when it's time, but you're here for a purpose. So it, it kind of helped me come back into, okay, I'm here on earth. Why am I here? That was just the beginning. Why am I here? Right. And then it came to, you know, it was like my sisters. Okay. I have my sisters. I need to take care of my sisters. What do they need? Oh, my mom, my mom is, you know, I need to take care of my mom, you know, and then, oh, my neighbor, I need to take care of my neighbor, which is where the healer was activated. Actually, the healer was activated in the womb with my mom. Right. But that's when I started really noticing the healer that I am and how I could heal people. Um, and then it just kind of go, went from there. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to speak to us today about uh, healing trauma through yes. uh, time travel, right? So that uh, yes. ties in with the elements of, of time that you were mentioning. And so let's uh, dive right in. Beautiful. So this one is actually something that um, came in earlier this month. And it's very interesting because I went through that experience and then you reached out to me and I was like, oh, okay, I need to share this experience. Um, and in this experience, I 
So I'm just going to dive right in. Um, when I first met my beloved, it was a very, um, ter- well, what am I looking for? Tumultuous? Is that how you say it? Tumultuous? Like he's my twin flame. So it was very um, intense. It was very intense. It was challenging. Um, and there's so many times that I just wanted to leave. I didn't, I just wanted to escape, right? So it was a traumatic time for me. And as I I have been working through all those times and even the trauma, you know, like from childhood, which I've been doing a lot of work there, but this one I had never really went into that. So this earlier this month, um, as I was working with my therapist and, and she's like, well, what does she want? Let's go back to that version of you. And I was 33 at that time. And so I went into visualization meditation and I brought her front up front and, you know, we were back where we lived and she was just like, I couldn't find her at first because she was like crouched on the ground and she was just in fear and crying. And the first thing I did, and I learned this actually from my a hundred year old self, which is her, you know, that's part of the time travel thing, um, where she showed me my power stance. Um, And so I went behind her and I grabbed her hand and I helped her up and I showed her that same stance. And she looked at me and I said, what do you need? And she's like, I just need to leave. I just need to leave. And I remember saying like, what do you mean you need to leave? I don't know where, where would you like, how is this going to happen? And immediately I was like, okay, okay. Where would you like to go? And, and I think I've told you this before, where I've always been drawn to, you know, France and also Italy. And she, you know, we were, we were transported to um, like this, the countryside of Italy. And they had like the, the valley with the orchard and it was like sunset. And the, I just remember her standing there watching the sunset with a breeze in her hair. And she had the biggest smile ever you know just being there by herself being able to you know like leave that situation which before we left we actually did a healing that's how she was able to but this was she's like I still need to leave I still need to leave and recuperate and so that's how we ended up there and so I'm there with her and I'm watching her and I'm feeling the same thing she's feeling which it makes a lot of sense my my core self or you can say my higher self, who is the hundred-year-old version of me, came in and also, you know, stood there. So it's like a triangle thing, all supporting her. And at the end, I had to leave. I asked her how long she wanted to be there for. And she said a month. And so I left her there for a month. And every now and then I'll check in um, and I'll see how she was doing. And she was fine. She was chatting it up with my core self. You know, she was healing. At the end of the month, she came back and Oh man, I feel like I'm like jump better. Okay. So at the end of the month, I went back and I said, okay, it's time to come back. And so we came back to where it started, but this time it was different. When she entered the room, instead of, you know, feeling like the victim in that situation, she owned, like literally she shifted the entire room. It was so, I was like vibrated. I was like, it it was so powerful. Like she entered very empowered. She felt whole again. Like she found herself again. And the cool thing is that I am experiencing this in, in, you know, the, in, you can say meditation, right. Or I'm visualizing this, but then when I came into the here and now, I felt the same thing. It's like that, how, 
she healed over there. I felt it right here and I continue to. And from then on, I was like, okay, which aspect of myself <laughs> needs healing? Let's do this, right? It's so powerful. Um, I've worked with different dimensions of self in different ways before, but this was the first time that I've worked in that caliber. And it just, it moved me. And I wonder how many people, you know, we all know that like when it comes to inner child work, right? Like, oh, we can go find our inner child, but you can also work with your, you know, like 33-year-old self, or maybe like even a year ago, your yourself that went through the traumatic event and actually go and check in on him or her. What do you need? How can we heal? Do all of that and then come back. And it, it just the effect is mind-blowing. So that was my experience. Like it moved me in ways that I can't even put into words. I still can't put into words. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what is your uh, main takeaway? Like if you have to really, um, you know, find the essence of this experience, what would it be? Well, first of all, we're multidimensional right? That we, at any given mo moment, we have access to all dimensions of ourselves, all the ages of ourselves. We're still alive. We're still, it makes sense why when we experience a trauma, like we relive it over and over because it's a part of us that's still stuck in that cycle. Mm -hmm. And until we realize that and pull that person out of it and heal that aspect of ourselves, we're going to still be stuck in that cycle. And even though we, you know, we, in our current life, we might be successful, we might have everything, we're still going to feel like, dang, why am I still feeling that hurt from that time? Why am I still feeling broken? Because that part of you is still going through that. So this experience, we're multidimensional. It doesn't matter how old you are right now. You can still go back there in a safe, secure way, right? Because you're not, you know, this is not like going there to relive the trauma. This is going there empowered, like going there with your forces, you're safe, right? which even helps that part of you that is feeling scared and afraid. Like you emerge and it's like, whoa, wait, that's me. You, we're good. We're secure. We're, we're safe. You know, like that kind of brings hope to that part of yourself immediately. And then asking, what do you need? What do you need in order to feel your best in this moment? Right. And then working through that. I love that question. I think this is such an important question to keep asking ourselves because um, so many times we have not um, knew what our needs, so we didn't have clarity or our basic needs were not met as uh, little children. And so we somewhere uh, made the connection that maybe our needs are not so important and we started to dismiss them. And so to do that check in and check what do I need now to feel safe, to feel content, to feel elevated, to feel um, you know, um, sufficient or content or um, empowered, you know, all those questions is really bringing um, the awareness to our needs and at the same time 
gives us the power because we can actually fulfill those needs for ourselves, right? Yes, yes. And, you know, you don't have to have the answer immediately. Even just stating that question, you're asking the universe to bring you the answer. You don't need to know the answer. I just, how do I need to feel safe at this moment? Because I don't feel safe in this moment. What do I need in order to feel safe and secure again? That's it. And let the universe take care of it. Right, right. right. Yeah. And trust that the right uh, answer will come uh, when we're ready to receive it, right? It's also yes. sometimes we're not ready and then we just block it even if it comes. So keep asking yes. that question again and again, right? Yes, yes. Hold on real quick, hold on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> he was stuck. He's like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Let's just have a moment of silence and then it will be easy to cut it when going back, right? So just have a moment of silence and I will. Right. So how would you suggest to, to heal your wounded self? What, what are the steps? What is your wisdom when it comes to healing? So what I would first do is awareness. What part of yourself is wounded? Bring that, actually, perhaps I can walk you guys through this. Um, what do you think? Should I? Is it a good time to? Yeah, go for it. If you feel <laughs> okay. the right time. So let's just do it. Yeah, let's just do it instead of me <laughs> trying to, let's just go through it. So wherever you are, if you can, just close your eyes. And I want you to just breathe into your heart. Just taking some deep, long breaths into your heart. And imagine your heart like just opening up. It might look like a door opening up for you, but just enter into your heart. And you emerge into this bright it, it might look like a temple. Mine always looks like a crystal temple, just full of light. It's just this bright room. And in this room, I want you to call in, just state in this room, because it's a, it's, a, um, it's a conscious room. So state, which part of me needs healing at this time? Actually, let's state it this way. Which part of me needs the most healing at this time? And then watch as this part of you emerges and walks towards you. You don't need to know the story. You don't need to understand. Just, just receive the part of you that is walking towards you. And as he or she is standing in front of you, ask him or her, how old are you? You might already have a sense of how old he or she is. 
and then ask, what do you need? What do you need and receive? It might be like, I need to be loved. I need to feel safe. I need to feel heard. I need to feel seen. I need to leave. What does this aspect of yourself need? Now, if it is, I need to feel loved. For example, you can just go ahead and hug him or her. And as you embrace this aspect of yourself, you're doing it from a place of the heart. So see this light literally engulf both of you, this warm, nurturing light engulf both of you and just hold on to this aspect of yourself. Like really give, give that big, warm, squished hug. Let that person, let that aspect of yourself know that. He or she is okay. He or she is safe. You are safe. You are loved. You are safe. You are loved. If yours wants to leave, kind of like mine wanted to leave, ask. Where would you like to go? Where would you like to go? You can go anywhere in this world. Where would you like to go? And once you receive it, you notice that where you are, the room you're in transformed, transforms into wherever he or she wants to be. Taking a deep breath in with her. And then ask, how long do you want to be here for? How long do you want to take this vacation for? Beautiful. Now, before you leave this aspect of yourself, call in your higher self to come and keep her company. Also call in the angels to come and be with her or him. Kind of set in that stage so that everything that she or he needs to heal, to come back home to herself, she has it. Does she feel safe there? And once you know that she is good come back to that light that heart space where you started so wherever you are come back to the heart space that room filled with light and i want you to open yourself up and receive Receive the light from this infinite room, this source room, 
receive the love, receive whatever it is that you also need in this moment to be your best, to feel your best. Receive that now. Breathe and receive. To go ahead and anchor it into this physical reality, go ahead and hug yourself. And just kind of rub your arms. You can even rub your neck. Just kind of touch your skin lightly. Just telling your body, hey, right here, Whatever we experience, we're bringing it into this here and now. Integrating it fully into your physical being. I'm just going to do a quick like language. Kind of just support you and that aspect of yourself that you just worked with. So open your heart to receive this. Asi ariati uru wakiti arasuru ariara suni wakiati aru wakitina aru suru kini asuru kini atara ai suru okiara saniana uru siara kini asuru wakitia. Ayara suru kikiara sara, nua saria suru wakitiara, arasiana kuakiara sara nua, yara suduru suru kiara tiria, churu sudu krakia siru kuakia, nua siara kituru surua, iara surua. Taking a deep breath into your heart now. Aro su shuru suru sire kara siara lunu watiana suru kia oro suru watia akiara sunu wasiara ea ti su tiara sariaria o aka kia soru akitia niasu ur asu uru atiere suru akiada yara sini wakia Oh, shuru surkiana to Sara Tierawa, Eara suru kuakira siara, Oashi atiera, sunu u atir suduakira saniaka, Oro suru akina sara, Akuara suri iti ku, E it oro ati at inia sua. Ash. Taking a deep breath in here. And out. Taking another deep, long breath. Hold it. And release it gently. It is done, it is done, it is done. When you're ready, open your eyes. Oh. Ah, thank you. I feel elevated and grounded and uh, relaxed and 
Yeah, will you, will you tell us a little bit about what you just did and where it comes from? Yeah, so light language is basically the language of the heart. Um, it's not like a physical language that you understand, the, you know, like the words. Of course, you know, I'm the as the channeler, I can have a feeling of what message is coming through. But even in the message in itself, it's not, it's not um, linear. I always see it as like a zip file that comes through and whoever needs it, whoever's hearing it, they get what they need from it, right? Um, the other thing about light language is the language of fifth dimension and up. So as we are allowing ourselves, as we are raising our frequency, as we are stepping into the fifth dimension of consciousness, more and more people are going to be in tuned and awakened to their own heart language, their own soul language. Um, what my light language got activated earlier this year. And what I love about it is that it goes straight to the point. So, you know, for most of you healers, you, you will kind of relate to this where when you're doing healing, sometimes, you know, you put your hand on the person or you use your words, you know, there's like steps that we take to make sure everything is good. And light language comes in and kind of takes you from all of that. And it just comes in and goes straight to whatever needs to be shifted, healed, activated, and it gets it all done. Right. Um, it makes it it kind of cuts that time to like nothing, right? Because now I'm activating you, I'm healing you, I'm, I'm aligning your energy centers all with just this sacred language of light. Um, it's, it's just more and more people are going to be awakened to this and um, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of um, the, the, the vocals and the you know, some, some familiar sounds that I received while in ceremony. So, ah. yeah, especially the Siri, Siri. Mm. This is a very, very powerful, strong, um, yeah. It's so interesting because it, when you start listening to other people who do light language, you notice the different dialects. Um, and it's not like I speak this language and this person speaks it. No, it's like, Think about all the heart language, all the soul languages that we are attuned to, because this is like a universal language. And so sometimes when I do a light language, it might sound like I did one where someone was like, it sounds like the Maori, you know, the Maori tribe, like the warrior tribe, like that's what it came through. Um, I had one person whose light language sounded like my language, my native language. And they, they, they're not from Ghana. They weren't anywhere close. They've never been, had no idea it was like that. So um, it's really cool. It incorporates I feel like it incorporates some of these aspects of our, you know, like our world, the languages in our world to help ground this light, this powerful light into our physical reality. That's really cool. Right. Because really what I'm trying to, to bring across the, the biggest, biggest message is that we are in such a potent time in, in the history of humankind and you know, we are ready to quantum leap in our healing. In other words, you know, I, I have gone literally through um, dedicated two decades of healing. I've done every possible healing modality that is out there. I've tried it at least, you know, dived a little bit into it. 
um, yes. in the attempt to heal myself. And, uh, and of course, I had a lot to heal because I, yes. <laughs> I was a big mess. I went through the real training uh, through yeah. the underworld. But nevertheless, I feel that we are not there yet. So healing doesn't have to be this long journey and stretched and very painful and very dramatic and very, you know, yes. we don't need that. We can shift like that, right? Yes. We can really like, like, yeah, in, in no time, right? Yes. In no linear time, uh, tap into a new frequency. Um, absolutely without of course i, I always ha have to emphasize without spiritual bypassing without feeling exactly feelings, right you have to you have to you feel have the to. feelings you have to feel the feelings <laughs> yes and i'm glad that you mentioned that because i feel like that's why light language really has been activated um lately is mm -hmm. to really help us realize that we don't have to um, prolong the healing. We don't have to prolong the suffering. We don't have to prolong the pain. You know, once you're aware, like, okay, this is my pain. I don't want to be here anymore because I know I, I want to feel better. I want to feel joyful. I want to feel, you know, whatever it is you want to feel. Once you're aware of that, now the tools are there for you to literally quantum leap. But again, it is your choice. You know, you can choose the quantum leap or you can choose to also prolong it. But either way, you have to know that you are in charge. You have that power. You have that choice at any moment to shift if you want to. Yeah. I love that. I love that because really it is coming down to our power to choose, right? This is really, um, I see as our biggest power as co-creators of our um, reality, we always have the power to choose what we will think, what thoughts we will entertain, what does not serve us anymore and decide to break it. Um, you know, what, how we're gonna respond versus react to anything that life present. And the challenges yes. will always be there, right? We, we know that. Um, you know, that's part of, of being a human and, and, and uh, moving through these uh, three, you know, this, this multidimensional world. Um, yes. <laughs> exactly. Right? <laughs> uh, and yeah. yet, and yet um, life is always happening for you and not to you. So, you know, how exactly. do you cultivate that wisdom and how do you take the teachings and how do you implement it in your in your life yeah right yeah and it takes practice you yeah. know don't don't be hard on yourself you know one thing I want to say is that when you get to the point where you're like you know what I'm tired of suffering I'm tired of going through this pain this happened like how many years ago and I'm still experiencing that when you get to that point where you're aware that you're ready to change it's okay if you have no idea how that shift is gonna look like how you're gonna look like or where you're gonna you know end up or how the healing is gonna look like what I always do is that whenever I step into that place of oh crap 
I can't, I know I can't do this anymore. I need to shift this. I can't keep feeling this way anymore. The first thing I do, literally, I call in my guides. I call in the angels. This is where I am right now. This is where I want to be. This is how I want to feel. I have no idea how I'm going to get there. Please show me the way. And it never fails. The right people will show up. The right, you know, modalities will show up. The right book will show up for you. Like whatever you need to get you to that place will show up for you. So we need to stop being so hard on ourselves. Like, oh my gosh, I need to know the answer. You know, not only did you go through the trauma, now you think you have to figure it all out. You have a whole amazing team that literally is waiting to work with you. So do yourself a favor. Love yourself enough to say, this is where I am. This is where I want to be. Divine angels, goddesses, guides, higher self. How do I get there? Just show me, just lead the way. Because I don't know how I can do it. All I know is that I can't keep being in this anymore. That is more than enough. And then loving yourself through it all. Loving, you've already been through enough. You cannot keep traumatizing yourself. You need to choose to love yourself you need to love yourself now more than ever because if anyone can love you the way you want to be loved is you so start there right because you are the one you've been waiting for right yeah exactly <laughs> and know that you can shift and you can heal yes. that it's not you know any trauma is on the periphery of your being it's not in the essence of your soul in your soul yes. you are whole and you are perfect in perfection right in this uh, human body and exactly you know, the, the self-love is really to learn to love those parts that are maybe more challenging to love especially those especially parts yes those parts, <laughs> right and i think that by bringing by normalizing um our humanity in that way uh you know it's it's by talking about our trauma by sharing about it by being vulnerable and authentic this is how we can shine the light and and shift from those wounded places right yeah yeah, not hiding it anymore. And, you know, find your own way of expressing your pain, your suffering. If, if um, talking to a therapist is what works for you, go for it. Find the one that is aligned with you and go for it. If it is writing a book, go for it. If it is writing a blog, an article, sharing it in a woman's circle, whatever feels good to you, that's what I want you to follow. Don't do things because someone else did it and you think therefore will work for you. That's, it never works out that way. That could actually cause more trauma to you if you follow it that way. So you really need to tune in. What do I need? How, what will feel good for me? Is it being part of a woman's circle and just crying? in your arms maybe that's all i need that is more than enough that would do the shift that you want the other thing i wanted to share um this is something an exercise that i, I did um it wasn't an exercise but actually a ceremony that i did um and i don't know if you've heard about this it's like the the self self-marriage ceremony mm -hmm. at some point it was like i think it's been like 
probably 15 years ago now, um, I did a self-marriage ceremony. And the whole aspect of it is that you're committed to yourself. Regardless of who comes into your life, you are number one. And so lately, it was like, um, yeah, again, this year, I realized that I had to recommit to myself again, especially being a mother, you forget and you, you know, you put yourself in the back burner again. And so what I did, I bought myself a ring and I put it on my, my um, self-love ring finger, which is on the right hand. And so whenever I need to remember, like I come first, it's right here. I cannot ignore it, right? So find a ritual, find something that, you know, it can be a bracelet that reminds you constantly that you are number one. You got to love yourself first because once you do, everything else will fall into place. But you are the most important person in your life. Find something tangible to really anchor that message in. Like we can do all the spiritual work, but we need to begin to merge that, like pull that spiritual work into the physical. It can be a bracelet that has like a saying on there that reminds you, it can be a ring, it can be a necklace, just, you know, with your, a gemstone that really holds that message, whatever it is, make sure there's something physical and tangible that will anchor that message for you to support you in your healing. Right. Yeah. So I wanted to share that with you. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I love it. I love it. Uh, my Labradorite uh, symbolizes uh, that for me. I wear it, I don't know, for the past, I think, seven or eight years, it is not coming out of my neck. I yes. cannot wear any other, any other, <laughs> you know, I've got a collection of beautiful jewelry and I just, yeah. I keep coming back to this because yes. this is my reminder for my mm self-love for loving all parts of myself for calling all parts of myself back home yes. back to my body yes oh it's funny because mine is also labradorite <laughs> i have i think i have like three like i keep getting gifts of labradorite because i guess i just keep i need to keep it around but it's a very powerful stone for me i can't get enough of it but right now i'm wearing a, a citrine so each year a stone will come to me to support me through the year and the labrador is like the it's always there so when i need it i will add it to this and it will amplify um, whatever energy or whatever support i need to but stones are powerful it's so powerful to help us through the healing. I have a story. So my first stone was actually a turquoise and it was um, given to me by my first um, spiritual teacher, a shaman, and she would make jewelry too. And I remember it was a huge chunk. It was a necklace. And I was like, I want that one. She's like, of course you do. I was like, what does that even mean? Because <laughs> I had no idea. I just knew that it was beautiful and it was calling to me. And she's like, that's the stone of the ancient healers. You know, and I was like, ah, okay. I wore that stone for years. And those are the times that I was doing some major, major deep work. After that stone, the next one was rose quartz. That one was very um, interesting because I wore it. I literally bought it from her again, from my teacher. Um, and I, you know, I put it on. I was like, oh God, this, this feel. And it was again, a big one, like necklace. And I got home next day, I put it on and it literally somehow just drops from my neck onto the ground and it literally cracked, but it didn't break. So I, I was like, look at what I did. And she's like, good. I was like, what do you mean by good? It's broken. She's like, no, it means your heart is finally cracked open. And I was literally in tears. I think I cried for a whole week 
And I still wore it because I knew it was doing that. You know, Rose Court, a lot of people see Rose Court as like the stone of love. Mm-hmm. But what they don't know is that when you put rose court on, what happens? It will show you how you don't love yourself first. So most of people who put that on first, they usually go through some kind of breakdown where they cry, like they just cry, cry, cry. And then eventually your heart breaks open and then the gifts of the rose court can really come in to support you. So rose court is really about self-love, right? So right. this, especially if you're healing through trauma, the rose court, turquoise, um, labradorite, if it calls to you, they're great ones to work with, but pay attention, like go to a store and pay attention to which of the stones are calling you, because that's going to be your guardian through your healing for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love that. So go get your stone, right? Uh, the, the stone that is calling you to support you on yes. your journey. And it can yeah. be even, you know, a little one. It doesn't have to yeah. be a jewelry or, you know, you can even put it in your purse or yes. you know, in your bedroom or, yeah, just to Absolutely. have that, uh, that support. Because really so much is available to us in, in our journey of empowerment and healing and transformation oh. and yes. so many modalities, so many great teachers out there. And, you know, I remember when, when I started my healing journey, that was before the times of the internet. And, you know, I was really searching, you know, moving stones on the way, searching, you know, for, for teachers. And now it's so available. It's so, uh, yes. you know, in, in your fingertips. And, um, and once you're ready, um, send that message out, make that yes. choice, as we said, yeah, make make that decision that you're worthy of of feeling whole on of being the best version of who you are and um, embodying your your brilliance your greatness because you deserve it and once you make that choice um you know you you do the a few steps the universe comes towards you in such power and oh. comes to meet you and, and sends you the right messages and the right teachers and the right books and stones and, and modalities yes. of healing and all of that. So it's really about paying attention, you know, after you've sent that, you know, I almost think of, of making that decision as making an intention, right? Of yes. sending a, that, that profound concentrated energy into into what you want to create, what you yes. call it into your life. And once you put that power of energy behind it, it bound to start manifesting in your life. Exactly. And here's the thing. If you were like, oh my gosh, what if I don't see the signs, right? What if the book shows up and I'm like, nah, I don't want to read this. And I totally miss out. This is what I always do. I always ask my guides, make it so clear, make it so in my face that I, there's no way I can ignore it. And I'm telling, even up to like the last book that I got, like, it's just, it's so weird because I was looking through like Facebook stories and it popped up and I literally stopped, looked at it, went on Amazon, ordered it. Like, it was just like, no questions asked. Like, it was like, you need to read me. And of course it's about Magdalene. So, you know, it's just like, like, of course that's going to come in. But when you say it that way, it's going to be like in your face. 
where you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I asked for this. This is, I need to do this, right? So you can, again, when I say, or when we say that you hold the power, you know, like you can state how you want to experience it. Like universe, I have a habit of not paying attention to the signs. Can you make it so clear to me? Can you make it in my face that I cannot ignore it, even if I try? And you will get that. You, you know, the, the teacher will pop up and literally like come right here, hi, you know, in your face. You're like, whoa. <laughs> or, you know, the, the crystal, someone will be like, hey, look at this crystal. It's this gorgeous crystal that you can't take your eyes off of, right? So you can ask that and whatever you need will come to you once you decide. And I love that you mentioned that, you know, making the choice is like setting an intention because it is. It is. It makes it even more powerful, right? Because he's like, I am intending through my choice to call in this experience to me, right? Versus like, okay, I wish that I won this or it is my intention. It's like, no, I am choosing to call in this experience. It's not about maybe I want to experience this. Maybe, no, no, no. It's like, I, I am choosing to experience this. Yeah. Right. And be as clear as you can to the detail, because the more clarity you have, the more the universe can cooperate with you. If you send mixed mm. messages, if you send the confused message, if you don't know what you want or what you are calling in, then how would the universe meet you there? Right. So oh, I have something to say about that. Yeah. So here's the thing. It's OK if you don't know what you want. It's okay if you feel a little bit confused, but you have to let the universe know that I am saying, because there's so many times I'm like, universe, I want this. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm asking. I just, I just feel this thing that I can't put into words. Universe, do you, do you get what I'm beaming at you? Right? So you can, mm -hmm. in, even in the state of, I have no idea what I want. I have no idea what to even ask you, but you have a feeling of what it is that you want to ask. So ask the universe, I cannot put it in words. I can't even see what I want, but I feel it. Do you receive this? Can you receive it from there? Or even ask, hey, can you show me what it is that I'm trying to ask for? Can you give me clarity, mm -hmm. right? So I wanted to say that because it can create so much pressure, um, especially when you are building yourself up and you're like, I have no idea what I want, but I heard that I need to be clear with the universe before it works with me. The universe is like, no, just tell me how I can work with you and I will show up for you. If you're confused, say universe, I'm confused. I need clarity. Mm -hmm. Or you can say universe, I feel it here. I can't put words to it. Do you feel me? Oh, universe, just can you just show me what it is that I want? Because at this point, I don't even know that anymore. And that is completely okay. The universe will still show up for you in such a powerful way. Right. Yeah, yeah I love that. I love the, the ability to ask for clarity, right? Yes. If you don't have it. So um, what is it that I want? Show me, you know, so yes. I know better. What is yes. it I want or not even want what I am here to, to be, to do, yeah. to create, right? To experience, to experience yeah. 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 To share, to I explore, all of that. Yeah. I love oh. that. <laughs> There's something else coming in and then you just, it will come in when it wants to again. <laughs> right. 
Um, yeah. So I also know that you have uh, created a beautiful gift for our audience. Uh, do you want to maybe uh, tell us about, about what is it that you offering so graciously? Let's see, which one? Which one did I send you? <laughs> I had, I, there was an option between two of them. I was like, which one? Yeah, remind me which one I sent over. It's the heart coherence activation. Yes, yeah. yes, that's a big one. So the heart, it's a little bit of it that I walked you through with the meditation. So it's really about, this is a good one, um, especially when you're in a place of, I have no idea who I am, what I want, where I'm going, but I know that I'm going somewhere. I know that I am somewhere. I just need clarity on that. The heart coherence is a visualization that will bring you right to the core self, to your true self, so that you can begin to, um, well, where am I looking? Like emanate, express from that part of you. And so I think I even bring light language in there to support you. Uh, it is a very simple visualization, but it's very potent because we know that just because something is simple doesn't mean that it's not, it's not powerful. I mean, nowadays we want things to be simple to the point so that we can just get as much as what we need from it. Um, and so this, this it, it's like a, it's an activation in itself because it's activating that core self. And it's aligning you to the heart, your own heart, your own, you know, like the energetic heart, your physical heart, and also the heart of the universe and the heart of Gaia is connecting you on all different levels. So you can begin to come home to yourself. Oh, that felt good. <laughs> I had to pause there. <laughs> Thank you so much. That sounds amazing. And um, you can download it in... Uh, the link somewhere on this page and, uh, and go experience it. You had a taste of it. And uh, if you're ready to make that quantum uh, shift, go ahead and, 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 and uh, download it. So um, yeah, any last words, Abigail, before we have to wrap up this call? Any takeaways? What is coming through is this, that you know, living as a human, we go through so many challenges that can be traumatic for our, our hearts, our minds. Trauma is not just something that happens just one time. It doesn't have to also be a big thing. Mm -hmm. There can be little traumas that we experience, but the key is to be aware of them and notice the tools that you have, that the tools that you have to heal, like we're constantly healing. That's just part of human, human life. That's why we, one of the reasons why we came here to learn that too, right? Like what does healing mean? The thing, what makes healing easy is that you get to a point where you recognize the tools. So whatever challenge comes up, you're like, oh yeah, I mean, I can use this tool for my toolbox to heal it, to release it, to let it go. But let the one thing that I want you to use as your main tool in that toolbox is working with your spiritual guides, your higher self being the number one in the forefront. That is, it, it is non-negotiable when you're healing from trauma. Work with your higher self, call in the angels. They are powerful allies that are literally itching to work with you. They're itching to really help you move through this as fast as you can so you can start living the life that you came here to live. So that. utilize yeah. them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Utilize them. Yeah. I have my entire mastermind group uh, that I call in before I drift off to sleep every evening. And, you know, I share with them what's coming up. I ask for their guidance. I share with them my gratitude, my frustrations. Um, and it's sure it's power, power. So call yeah. in for that support. It is there for you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Mm. Thank you so much, Abigail. Mm. It was such a pleasure to have this conversation. And uh, I thank you so much for sharing your bright light in the world. Um, you are an inspiration and uh, I love you so much. Thank you for having me and thank you for allowing me to share um, my story and sharing some of my gifts. Yeah. Thank you and blessings. Blessings, everyone. Ciao.